0: So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or
1: grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
0: Most Tuesdays are just Tuesdays, except at Buffalo Wild Wings, where Tuesdays are Wing Tuesdays. But now even Wing Tuesdays aren't just Wing Tuesdays, because Wing Tuesdays are half-price Wing Tuesdays, which means your boring Tuesday that became Wing Tuesday now costs you half as much. In case you're confused, we have half-price wing Tuesdays. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Prices and participation vary. See participating locations for details. Void were prohibited. Hey, this is Chris Liss of rotowire.com. This is the East Coast Offense Podcast brought to you by Harry's.com. Make razors, shaving cream, other shaving products. We'll talk more about that in a bit. I'm joined by Yahoo Sports' Dalton Del Don. And the purpose of this po- the purpose of the podcast is basically just for us to talk about stuff, but it's basically just been us picking our uh, super contest picks for the, you know, that $900,000 first prize contest that we're in. Uh, and we'll get to those, of course, um, but we're also going to just talk about other stuff in part because we have been doing so poorly. We're, are we above 500 in the contest right now?
1: Yeah, I believe we're above 500. We went two, two and one last week. I think we're just barely above 500. It's not good enough. I mean, the two we liked the most, the Bengals, they were down 24 to 7 in the fourth quarter. We were lucky to push that. And we both liked the Giants to annihilate my 49ers and man, they almost lost outright. So it wasn't the greatest week. We won with the Eagles and Washington may have only won by one point, but that I mean that it clearly was the right side since that took an overtime pick six. And I don't know what to make of this Kansas City team. I mean, they coming off three tough losses to a. a I believe that their losses were to, uh, to teams that combined fifteen and zero at home, up seventeen to three, and the ball inside the ten, and Charles goes down, and they don't score another point the rest of the game. So that one was probably the most frustrating of them all.
0: Yeah, it looked good for three quarters. It looked like this is you know that, this is easy money, and they just went into a shell. And Andy Reid is so stupid. I mean, just I didn't even care. I was glad they lost at the end. But at one point, uh, the Bears get the ball with 53 seconds left, 57 seconds left at the Chiefs' 13-yard line. And the Chiefs, I think, have two or maybe all three timeouts left. And Andy Reid does not take a timeout on defense. And the Bears get the touchdown, and and the Chiefs get the ball with 11 seconds left, get a penalty and complete a 21-yard pass, and miraculously even get a 66-yard field goal attempt, which, of course, he missed. But, dude, you could have had, like, 45 seconds left. You know, I mean, And
1: there's no downside either. What, I mean, what is the downside? You're not giving the Bears more time. That was what he was
0: worried about. It was probably was like letting them run a ball or just have more time to collect themselves. But it's just so stupid. I mean, dude, they're at the 13-yard line. Just make sure in case they score a touchdown that you've got something left because they failed on the two-point conversion, and a field goal would have won the game for the Chiefs. Right. If they had had 30 more seconds or 15 more seconds even, maybe they get you know 10 yards closer and they make it.
1: Yeah, we need to pick it up. Um, this, is, this has been pretty bad. Bear- I think I overall in stat picks had a winning record last week. But, again, just disappointing super contests. We, we need to string off a couple 5-0 and o weeks.
0: Yeah. Well, if we just go 4-1 and one every week the rest of the way, I think we'll do it. <laughs> is that all? All right. 80%. Okay. The, uh, it's no big deal. It's just 10 weeks, 11 weeks. No, 12 weeks. We've got plenty of time. Um, I went 5-8-1, and one, but, I mean, it's bullshit. I mean, come on. The Steelers game, I had the Chargers. That is just so the right side. I mean, I, I just can't even. That Michael Vick just chucks the ball up. He has no idea what he's doing. They got a pick six. The Bengals one you're talking about that we liked, yeah, they were down 24-7. We were lucky to cover. But one was a fumble return touchdown. I mean, that <laughs> kind of stuff. I mean, honestly, and I'm, I don't care. Look, I, you're going to get lucky breaks too. I would have. Ta- I thought Luck was playing again this week, so I took the Colts at Pickham, and then he wasn't playing, and I would have taken the Texans. But because of our rules, it's locked in. And so the Colts covered, which I never would have taken, and won. So I get credit for that. So that was dumb luck in my favor. But, you know, you can go and try to parse it. Over the long term, you know, the luck, it doesn't even out over the five, six, eight, even ten weeks, even a season. But over the long haul, over ten years, it evens out. So I'm not – but, you know, who cares? I mean, I just don't even care. I was looking at the game like the Steelers game. I was like, oh, great. You know, like what are you going to do about that?
1: How how does – I know it probably didn't matter at all, but, I mean – I was watching that happen live, that 18-second runoff after the kickoff to the touchback. I mean, how does an NFL, you know, billions of dollars at stake, certainly that game alone in primetime, millions of dollars are being bet, and it goes from 2.56 left to 2.38 left with the ball, you know, a dead ball on the touchback. I mean, I was just freaking out, and not one person on either sideline noticed. I mean, I, I don't really, I mean, Mike Tomlin, I used to consider a good coach. I know there's a lot of bullets flying when you're down there on the field, but, they're just out to lunch. How, how could they not see that? And me sitting on my couch. And I was rooting for the Chargers. I'm with you. I had a, that was a terrible uh, beat there, but I don't know. It's it's chaos, and I don't know what to make it. Uh, and sadly, this week, I I don't really like this week against the spread either. It's seemed pretty difficult for me. I hope I hope you feel strongly about a couple.
0: I do have a few. Um, forgive me if I'm distracted for the next few minutes. I've got some DFS going, and if Yasiel Puig who's coming up right now hits a home run, I could win a considerable amount of money. So. You know,
1: yesterday I had the,
0: the Royals and the Mets and the
1: Chargers in a money line parlay. They would have paid like three to one. Oh. And obviously the, the, the Royals had a crazy comeback and the Mets had a comfortable lead at the time. So I would, I, mean, I don't even know if it was over, but it was effectively over. And that, you know, Le'Veon Bell touchdown on the last play of the game uh, went from winner to loser. So, yeah, that, that wasn't fun.
0: Wow. Uh, that was just – I mean – you know, it's like they're still the Chargers. You think, like, okay, Nerve Turner's gone. It's a normal team that just loses once in a while. It's going to win once in a while. But that was just – it gave that away. I mean, the Steelers – in the second half, there was one point the Steelers had one first down, and it was on the touchdown to uh, Marcus Wheaton, that bomb, that one play, like total blown coverage. And then the Chargers had, like, 12 first downs. It was just so lopsided and crazy to lose that game. All right, we can talk about some of these things. I, I actually have a few that I like, and what I did was different this week. I looked at the schedule without looking at the spreads, and I just picked the scores. And some of the scores are not what I think the spread should be. Um, I just think it's what came to me when I decided what the score would be of the game. And then I looked at the spreads and just, you know, whatever my score said, that's what I picked. And some of them were ridiculous. Like, I knew I was going to pick that team because I made an upset. I knew they were going to be, you know, if I picked a team I thought was going to have an upset, then, of course, I knew I was taking them. But some of them I honestly didn't know. I had to look at the spread to see which way I was going on it.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna become more agnostic. I, I feel like I've been too quote unquote genius and taking too many favorites and, and there's just so much can happen in a game. I I am I'm leaning more more dogs this week is
0: how I feel like I'm gonna go with. All right, we'll see. Um I you know, don't get don't be a coward. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's easy to run to the comfort of the what generally happens, the sort of fade the pu not fade the public, but fade the the story all the time. And I think like you're better off that's better than losing, but you're better off to have a huge year looking at your, you know, taking your observations seriously and making a call. You know, I think in real life, if you're really betting money, if say you were doing this professionally, we just obviously wouldn't necessarily bet five games a week. We might bet five one week and we might bet zero another week. Right. I mean, you would just pick out the games that you liked based on your observations, but it's tough. We don't really have the exact luxury of doing that.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I really like um, teasers personally, and this this is a horrible week for that. So this would be a week I would flat out sit out if I were actually
0: gambling. Right. If this were your profession, which it probably will be soon. Um, although you, you're not even allowed to play DFS anymore, which is unfortunate. Correct. Yeah. That's that's too bad. Um, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's go over these games a little bit. All right. So you know what's messed up? Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. So it's Falcons are what minus one at New Orleans. Uh, no, the, oh, the line I have is uh three. S- sorry, I'm looking at what I <laughs> – I'm looking <laughs> at my score when I pick. So I had the Falcons winning 24 to 23. So I took the Saints because it's a three-point line.
1: This is the one that I actually didn't even circle yet. It's, it was a, I guess that means it was the toughest for me to pick, and I was leaning toward just going ugly and taking the, the home dog. The Saints have been so bad. Oh, and I hate to oh, I hate to oversimplify it, but I mean Julio Jones's availability is like really important. I mean he's just he really is one of those difference makers at, at wide receiver, and it's a short week, and he's seemingly always banged up. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna agree with you on this one, even though the Saints have been truly a doormat. Um, I, I'm kind of leaning toward the home dog here.
0: Yeah, and, I mean we're definitely not gonna use this in the Super Contest. No, There's no a game, and no. you know we, we you know it's just it's going to make us lock and everything else. But clearly whether Julio Jones is playing is a huge impact on this, but I'm taking New Orleans. I, I did 24, 23,
1: by the way, people i have heard some debate, like where, you know, Devonte Freeman has to be in your top 10 right now. Maybe call me crazy. as someone overrating a small sample or whatever, but I wrote in my column, the only player I would consider if I were in a redraft right now would be Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's, he's clearly would be my second pick. If not first, I mean, to see some comparisons to Eddie Lacey and I just, I shake my head. I don't I don't get it. What What more can we see? Tied to this offense, looks monstrous, and catching like crazy, catching the ball. Uh, I mean, do you do you think that I'm, uh, you know, overreacting, to saying that Devontae Freeman is easily the number two on my board?
0: All right. So I redid my cheat sheet. Uh, I, I'm doing the cheat sheets now because it's just easier if I do them than scold somebody who keeps forgetting to do them. So um, I uh, have him ranked fourth overall. I have a Bell Peterson, and I don't even like Peterson. I mean, I may move him down, but – You know, just just for sort of reliability's sake, we know that this is real with him. But I have Bell, Peterson, Gronk, Freeman as my top four. Um, And then Gurley is my number five. And Julian Edelman is my number six player. Because who can you trust? I mean, Demarius is playing with a terrible quarterback right now. On pace for 186 targets and
1: three touchdowns.
0: Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's just they're not clicking. Julio Jones, I mean, this dude's always hurt. I mean, he's great but he's hurt again he's been looks hobbled the last two games hasn't done much he's hurt during that huge game he had against green bay last year had to sit out he might have broke the record but he had to sit out half the fourth quarter then he was missed a game after that he missed season you know more than half a season with a foot injury i mean he's always hurt
1: you know and i yeah. just, I, can't. I, I, I could see Rob Gronkowski as, as – I would take a Peterson versus Freeman prop bet, though, but I, I, I wouldn't argue Gronkowski. I have yeah, Freeman in five
0: up. places, and I have uh, Peterson in none, so I'm not going right. to bet you on that because I do not want to win that bet. Um, so – but, so, yeah, a lot of shaky options there. <laughs> Very quick. If you had Edelman six, I think that says enough. I mean, Edelman is money. I, I, I thought the guy was a joke. He was playing defensive back three years ago. You know, they, they weren't even using him as a receiver when they had Welker and I don't know if Moss is even still around. Maybe it was the Aaron Hernandez, you know. Yeah, you know, he has uh, deceptive speed, though. He does have deceptive speed. Um, but he doesn't have the killer instinct that Aaron Hernandez had. No, he
1: does you know, not. That.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, it's really hard to replace that. You know, it's hard to find that. That's so rare in a player to have the killer instinct. Uh, but who knows? I'm sure Belichick ordered the hit. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the that's like uh, that's the latest shoe that's going to drop. You know, a couple of years from now, the latest scandal for the Patriots. Anyway, my point is that uh, I'm with you. I have Freeman number four overall.
1: Okay. All right. So I, I, I own zero shares of him, which I is mean, frustrating. I mean, terribly frustrating. And you hated. It was your least favorite pick in Stopa, right? Seven bucks or something. Eight, eight, Peter yeah.
0: opened at seven. And I went eight. Just sort of like eight. You know, like let's move this along. You know. Let someone That's... else and nobody it was crickets and I was like oops the end of the, at the end of the, the end game you know when those 2 and 3 dollar players are going and 1 dollar players and you want to have a hammer I'm going to miss those 8 bucks
1: in that yes. league if I offered you hypothetically um, DeAndre Hopkins and Doug Martin for him what would you say
0: I'd think about it I probably wouldn't do it but I I would certainly consider it I mean Hopkins is going to lead the NFL in targets no, I'm well
1: aware. No, I I, I know. I'm not going to give you a joke of a trade offer. That's no, I no, mean, that's
0: I, a respectable offer. And Doug Martin has been good the last two games, and maybe the Bucks aren't that bad. You know, maybe their offense is, you know, average. And he's the lead dog, and he's catching passes. So that's a very fair offer for him. I would I would certainly consider that. Is that an offer?
1: Uh, maybe I'm going to consider off. I'm going to consider. You can't
0: do that. The offer that you're going to consider. Me. That's so weak. That's so weak. I should have said no. I wouldn't <laughs> even consider it. And then you would have offered it, and then I would taken it. that's that's the danger all right so anyway so i'm taking the saints but again it's not a big thing uh we have the um let me pull up the actual lines because i started looking at our cheat sheets instead we've got now the uh broncos are uh minus four and a half at cleveland and i predicted that game well who do you like first let let me me go
1: first um keep the suspense for your, your side um i'm gonna take once again the home dog here uh denver's defense is fantastic it's great they're gonna Get Peyton Manning into the postseason one final time, but his 6.5 YPA is a career low, tied with his rookie season. More ints than, than touchdown passes, uh, an interception in, in all five games this season. He looks he looks toast. I mean, he just looks done to me. And I and this Cleveland offense is is quietly spunky. Obviously, the probably not going to put up the historic numbers that McCown has averaged, whatever 384 yards passing over the past three games against Denver. But eh, I think they're good enough to hang around here.
0: Yeah, I have Cleveland 17-16. Oh, I like it. Yeah, so I'm taking the Browns. I would consider that one. It's not huge. You know, Denver, I got annoyed because I had Oakland this week. Same thing, home dog, getting about four and a half. And pick six, again, defensive touchdowns, unless it's like they're just pounding your quarterback into the ground and they pick up a fumble finally, I think that's legit. But I think that pick six where the guy jumps the route and that's how they get the points, like – it's just garbage, you know? It's not as garbage as a fumble, a random fumble return, but it's still, it's not priced into that line at all.
1: And that one was like mid to late fourth quarter, too. It was yeah, frustrating. sucked.
0: All right. Uh, all right. How about Cincinnati minus three and a half at Buffalo?
1: I am, okay, I'm not going to go with my ugliness on this one. I'm going to take the favorite. I know, I mean, the, the Bengals are, are going to lose eventually, but I think that the EJ manual is a significant downgrade, and I'm planning on him being the starter, and, uh, Buffalo's defense has been good, but hasn't been quite elite as some expected. And the Bengals are simply one of the three, four, five best teams in football. Um, so I will lay the points here.
0: Yeah, I, I actually had a 24-23 Cincinnati, which is a Buffalo cover. But that was before I knew that Terod Taylor was going to be out. And I got to think, I don't know. I'm on the fence now. I really want to take Buffalo. You know, teams get up. You play for the 5-0 and o team in your own building. You get up to that game, you know. I feel like they're going to show up for that, um, but Cincinnati is better. That hook is bad. Three, I think I take Cincy. Three and a half, I'm on the fence. Maybe Cincy. Just no, I don't love it. You know, EJ Manuel just has to play an okay game, and the question nobody knows whether that's possible.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't love it on the Bengals side. I mean, their running backs are, are remain thin in Buffalo. Who knows, Sammy Watkins, and I know it's very oversimplified to just point to the skill position players, but um, maybe, maybe this game is close. But I would just. That's not enough points for me to sway from, From again, the Bengals just look really good on both sides of the ball.
0: All right. How about Minnesota is hosting KC? They're favored by three and a half. Who do you like there? Man, so Minnesota's coming off
1: a bye. Uh, Kansas City just looks totally done. Um, they lost four in a row and couldn't move the ball at all with Jamal Charles, their best player, out last week. Um, all... Sign, I mean, I like Minnesota as a streaming defense, kind of. All these sacks Kansas City's taken. So I just, but having said that, I'm going to be contrarian. I mean, I just can't see anyone taking the, the Chiefs. And they get that hook, the three and a half. I still believe that they're a decent team. Again, before last week's total collapse, their three previous losses were against teams that are combined 15-0. and 0. So I'm going to go ugly here and take the
0: Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. I got the final score, Chiefs 20-19. to 19. Chiefs win 20-19. to 19. Um, And uh, it's disgusting. We're going to be on board with Andy Reid. He's going to mess it up. It's going to be horrible. You should not watch this game, but I'm taking the Chiefs too.
1: Yeah, the one area that Casey's really struggled is they're, they're back into their secondary, and I'm not quite sure Bridgewater can take advantage of that.
0: No, he sucks. And plus, the, is Charles Johnson still out and Mike Wallace is questionable? It's, it's not a good situation. All right, um, Houston minus one at Jacksonville. What do you got for that? Well,
1: I hope Bortles' shoulder is okay. I mean, that, that's definitely an issue. Uh, Jacksonville for a one-and-four team are quite interesting fantasy-wise. Bortles has been, what, a top-12 fantasy QB. Both Allens at wide receiver have been good. Julius Thomas could probably be a top-10 uh, tight end now. And um, even Yeldon for all his inefficiency, just the volumes there. So it's, it's rare when you see a, a losing team produce so much fantasy value. Uh, maybe it's because they all concentrated among those three, four guys, but Brian Hoy- Hoyer worries me because he's clearly better than Ryan Mallett, uh, but I'm still taking the home team here in Jacksonville. I mean, Houston's terrible, right?
0: I don't know. I mean, they've played terribly. I mean, losing at home to Matt Hasselbeck. I mean that's that's gross. I mean not great he was he had he had like some horrible intestinal infection. He's an old man who was on his deathbed and he beat them in their own I building. Mean, he's
1: your age. I mean, he's got one foot in the grave,
0: yeah, oh. He's not quite my age, but he's getting up there. He's close. Yeah. I mean, that was just terrible. But when I predicted the score, I said Texans 31-30, and then I looked up the line, and that's a push. I can't <laughs> predict funny. a push. That's you funny. Know? So I, I can't bet on a tie. That's I, Even though it's going to be a push because I said so, it's, it's just a smaller likelihood. So I guess my inclination is to take Houston. But I, as I said, I bet a push. So I mean, I don't really, I'm not going to go to bat for this one. Right.
1: No, I don't feel strongly either. I mean, Aaron Foster obviously helps them. Uh, and like I said, Hoyer is an upgrade. So don't feel strongly about
0: that one yeah, either and way. I think their D may get it together at some point. You know, I mean, they've been terrible so far. Carolina's D was bad for about six games last year. They looked like a doormat. Came together and had a really good D down the stretch. I think sometimes it's just who knows why. Right? Yeah, was They're, that last
1: year when the Rams had like three sacks through five weeks and then had like 40 afterward or something? Was that yeah, last year or two yeah, years yeah. ago? Was it that?
0: was last year, I think. Yeah. And who knows why why things like that happen. We'll uh, do one more. We'll take a little commercial break. Um, it, it did get a little out of hand last time. It, you know, it devolved into some other s- scenarios that we got into. Um, but who knows where it will go this week. Anyway. Uh, Detroit, did that lead to an arrest or no? No, it did lead to an arrest. It was, it was me disposing of your body and Erickson um, you know, via Jeff Erickson, who handles that uh, area of the rotowire. That's part of his job.
1: I'm uh, just making sure no one looked in, you know, looked closer to Jeff Erickson's. Uh, oh no, 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 behind the scenes. No,
0: no, Jeff Erickson's like um, Gus. What was Gus's last name in Breaking Bad?
1: Oh, I forgot. You know, I just watched uh, Better Call Saul in, in two days. I, I put it off on my DVR. You watch that? It's excellent. Really,
0: really good. I, I was, really. I was just talking to Heather about this. Like, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, it's like the golden age of TV," and like, I'm like, it's really not. Like, Breaking Bad was great, like The Wire and The Sopranos, and like a bunch of shows. But there's so much garbage. Like, there's so much stuff that you, like, try to get into. We get into the leftovers, and it's just so fakey. It's so weird. And it's, like, the idea is kind of cool, but, like, all the people in it are so weird. And I'm like, I don't know if I can stay with this, you know? And I'm like, it's not really the good. There's so much garbage that everyone's acting like it's so great. But Better Call Saul is, like, one of the rare new shows that lived up. That's like, legit.
1: Yeah, Gus Fring was his Gus name. F R I N G. But yeah, um, I, I watched just the like Leftovers. Just like Gus Fring,
0: he has he has his he's got the the front totally down. You would never know.
1: Right, definitely. I watched the Leftovers, and and I'm I'm kind of on board with you. I, I like it though, but um,
0: I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of all those weirdos. Like everybody's so weird. Everything's like, so like we're all like they're so not like real people. They're all something's off about every single person, and I just can't really relate to them. You know, I'm I, like they just they're all weird. Yeah,
1: I hear you. I really liked the season one of Fargo, and it's like True Detective. They have a totally new cast, and the season premiere was last night. And I'm I'm definitely into Fargo, but man, Better Call Saul. I, I put that off. You know, that's a high bar to clear too. Putting a prequel for Breaking Bad. Like, I mean, and I didn't have low expectations either because I had heard good things of the reviews. But man, that that show was fantastic. I highly recommend it to anyone. That that was really that, that episode where it's centered on Mike. I just loved it.
0: Yeah, somebody said that it was better. This is better than Breaking Bad at that point in the series, and I oh, think that's kind of true.
1: totally agree. I, me, and my wife gave up on Breaking Bad when it. We watched it when it first came out and watched it the first four episodes, and then missed one and didn't really make a point of of getting back into it until you know it became a pop culture. Right? You had to, you know, you, you were missing out, and so we binge watched like four seasons. But you yeah, absolutely agree, season one Breaking Bad better than sorry, season one A Better Call Saul. Better than Season 1 of Breaking Bad.
0: Yeah, and I like Season 1 of Breaking Bad, but I just thought this was tighter. You know, it was better. Um, all right, we'll do one more game. We'll have a little commercial. Uh, the uh, Bears are going to Detroit. They're getting three. This is sort of like two. It's a bum fight, you know. It's like just two just totally uh, destroyed teams trying to salvage what's left of their dignity, basically, by beating up on the other one. Um, what do you? What's your take here? Uh, I went back and
1: forth on this one. I feel like the contrarian side is is taking the Lions, who have yet to win after winning 11 games last year. Matthew Stafford, you know, was benched. So I can't really see many people giving points with this side. But the Bears, maybe they're not that bad. I mean, certainly with Jay Cutler, it's such a difference in Clausen. And I, I, I you know what? Out of principle, I refuse to back a team Coached by Jim Caldwell, the dude called for a field goal down thirty-five to seven with ten minutes left last week. Thirty-five to seven. I mean, it didn't even bring him to within a, a one score closer.
0: They're still down twenty-five points. Yeah. I mean, he, mean well, he, you know, he wasn't trying to win the game. He was just trying to. I don't know. Do what you're supposed to do. I don't know what he was it, doing.
1: It know, is but... just so soft and cowardly, and the guy doesn't blink. And, and I just can't back the Stafford Caldwell combo. I, I'm take as a favorite, especially. I mean. I understand that they'll they'll probably end up winning at home and, and, and finally get it together, and Chicago's coming off an emotional comeback and all that. So this is a sucker side, I'm sure, but I'm taking the Bears on principle.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the Lions. I, I rode 24-17 Lions, and so unless it were seven or more, I was taking Detroit, and it's only three. And, of course, it should be only three. I mean, it should be less maybe, but uh, but I think the Lions get their first win here. I just think this is, this is a, a foe they can handle. You know what I mean? It's not somebody who's... You know, it wasn't like Seattle. You know, I mean, they, they should have beat Seattle, you know, and in Seattle.
1: Yeah, I, I, know. I, was, I know. I kind of hark back to that as well. But that was a fluky, what, a fumble recovery for a touchdown there at the end. Yeah, they,
0: did, they got a defensive touchdown on that. Yeah, I can't, I can't have it both ways. Complain when it happens against me and then act like right. it was. Yeah, of course. But they did beat up on Russell Wilson, and, and they played pretty well.
1: In Seattle in prime time, too. Yeah. That's, that's very
0: difficult. I, I mean, I think they're bad, but I think they should handle Chicago at home. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. This uh, podcast is brought to you by Harry's.com. Harry's.com makes razor blades and shaving cream and other shaving products. Um, You can say goodbye to choosing between expensive brands or cheap disposables and say hello to Harry's. It's high-quality blades at a price you love. You can go to Harry's.com right now, enter the code LISTS at checkout to get 5 bucks off your first purchase. Get a month's worth of shaving for just 10 bucks with the code LISTS at checkout. That's Harry's.com, code LISTS. I will say I've used it a couple times now. It's pretty good. It works just as well as the far more expensive blades, and it's legit. It's fine. It's a perfectly good thing. It's a good deal. So, um, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't bullshit you. You know, I mean, I just, I wouldn't I wouldn't lie and say it works if it didn't. I haven't used it like a ton of times. I've used it a couple times, and the couple times I used it, it hasn't gotten dull or scraped up my neck or whatever. So I have a beard. So I'm like barely shaving, but uh, but it seems to work well. And uh, and I'm not you know paying for those blades, man. It's a joke.
1: Yeah, it is a joke. And I, I'll believe you. I'll take you for your word unless you start, you know, hawking fast food. Then I know you become a true <laughs> sellout.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't hawk that. Seriously, that stuff is like I, – I wrote about that this Sunday about how, uh, you you know, the, the DFS commercials are, are super annoying and there's too many of them. But um, it's, you know, it's no worse than the Viagra commercials. And it's certainly it, – it's not as bad as the Burger King commercial, which is not only – selling a disgusting product that's just bad for everybody, bad for the environment, basically bloating our, our health care costs because people are destroying themselves with that stuff, but making Viagra necessary because it's <laughs> messing up your chi. You eat too much of that processed fake, you know, n- you know, nutrient poor, toxin rich crap, and your vital chi gets depleted, and now you need a pill just to go have sex with your wife. You know? That's what's happening. Burger King is in tandem with viagra if you're eating too much burger king stop maybe you won't need your viagra anymore all right i I hear you does that apply to you i I don't know i'm just saying generally i wasn't trying to i'm not talking to you specifically
1: no i don't really like fast food i mean it's just convenience but i've actually kicked that i've actually tried to get healthy recently for first time in a while doing a little exercise eating a little bit better um
0: i'm I'm happy to hear that it was getting out of control last
1: time i saw you (laughs) it really was i you know i looked myself in the mirror, and. yeah. Uh, no, fast food's garbage. It's terrible. Absolutely awful. It's just, it it doesn't taste good either. I mean, it's not even just like a guilty pleasure to where like, you know, I, I know I shouldn't be doing this to my body. I just think it's, I mean, I'm not saying I have the most sophisticated palate, but it's awful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that, I'm glad that you were only taking it orally, but even that is not good for you.
1: No. It's, well, speaking of which, have you heard about this, the Burger King, the, the black burger they have? What is that? So they have like this burger for Halloween and the, the buns are, are, are obviously food dyed uh, black. Right. And uh, the repercussions are um, the uh, your stools are turning green and everyone's like calling like the doctors and hospitals and stuff about it. But it's just a pure product of eating these uh, black colored buns on Burger King burgers and it's turning people's uh, fecal matter uh, green.
0: All right. Thank you for the warning. Not that I needed it, but <laughs> if I just, yeah, I don't want that. Uh, You're welcome. By yes, the way, I appreciate that. I and mean, this is also a public service podcast. You know, it's not just about winning money and betting and stuff like that. It's also we're we're looking out for you. Okay, let's get back to some of these games. Um, the next one on the list is Washington plus six at the Jets. What do you have there? The Jets are are actually surprisingly really good. I mean, the, the, the
1: argument—if there's any defense you could compare to the the Broncos, it's the Jets. I mean, they're they're really legit. They're coming off a bye, you know, after playing in London. At home with the healthy Decker and Brandon Marshall and, I mean, Fitz, uh, I mean Fitzpatrick and even Chris Ivory the a top defense running back. So I like them, but this, this Washington team is frisky and they hang around. They went into Atlanta and basically outplayed the Falcons. So I'm going to take the points here. I don't feel great about it, though.
0: I have Jets 19, Redskins 17. I think the Redskins play D. I think they play D this year. I don't know how. I don't know what happened to them. They were, like, the worst defense in the league for, like, five years. But whatever it is, they're playing. They show up. And I think the Jets will win. They're at home. But I don't think it will be easy. So
1: No, I wouldn't feel – you know, look at it one way. Would you feel great using them as, like, a survivor option? I mean, not not really, right? I mean, no. I could see an upset here. So I'll just take the points.
0: By the way, I just got this weird feeling like, uh, I've just been getting killed this year. And this one's going to be like so obvious. Take the Jets. You know what I mean? Even though I like circled a lot, I'm not going to switch. I don't care. I, I'm just determined to stick to my guns because I switched a couple, mostly after talking to you, and they've been mistakes every time. <laughs> okay. I'm to my gun, sure. Yeah, like last week you got me to switch from Ra- Denver to the Raiders, uh, and then the week before I switched that was from, totally
1: that was that was the right. I switched side. from the
0: Vikings to back to Denver. I you know terrible. Uh, you're right. The Raiders might have been the right side, but I just care about results. Uh, all right, Pittsburgh all right. Uh, is getting three at home. So it's Arizona minus three at Pittsburgh. Who do you have there? Oh,
1: all right, I'm assuming Michael Vick is going to remain quarterback, and I'm just going to go with a team that is looks clearly better on paper. It doesn't matter if they're at home or on the road this year, Carson Palmer. I mean, just that one random game against the Rams. Other than that, they've been, what, whatever the record is with Palmer the last 20 games, I'm, I'm totally a believer in them. So I'm, I'm gonna take the road favorite
0: here. You got to stop at the last twenty games. though. A lot of those were from. I know we've been over this. I know.
1: Okay, fine. How about this year? How, they've been what? One of the what? Three, three best teams in the NFL. Four. One of the five best teams, maybe.
0: Green Bay, New England. I don't know. Denver doesn't really impress me. Oh, but, I would
1: definitely take Arizona versus yeah. Denver in neutral. Green field.
0: Bay, New England are the, are the top two. Bengals well, maybe. The Bengals have been. I, I take the Bengals ahead, but they're they're kind of similar to Arizona. Actually, they're kind of about equal. I would say to Arizona yeah so yeah you're right. maybe it's the top four team I'm taking them too i I had trouble with this because I don't like to take these road obvious road favorites but I, I went thirty to 20 um Cardinals I don't think the Steelers d can stop them so and maybe, i mean they
1: they like their their point differential is uh plus 100 uh the next closest is the Patriots. well Patriots have played one fewer game yeah. to be honest but I mean to be fair but seventy three
0: but they've played a lot of garbage teams true no that is true' crazy yes. schedule I mean they' like best team they played is the Rams I think And they lost. Uh, Okay, so. uh, So Who did you take? I missed it. I took Arizona. I'm laying the wood. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So Miami is minus two and a half at Tennessee. So Miami, piece of shit Miami, fired their coach.
1: No, Tennessee's favorite.
0: Oh, sorry. Miami plus two and a half. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was like, what? I was trying to like set a crazy narrative. Like piece of shit Miami is laying points on the road. But they're not. They're getting two and a half. Um, And I have a a lean here. In fact, I circled it as one of the picks that I'm going to make.
1: Interesting. Um, Well, they're coming off a bye with a whole new head coach. I have no idea what to make of that whatsoever. I just know that they've played very poorly this season, regardless of what our opinion of them was entering the year. Uh, Tennessee, meanwhile, has a a future star at quarterback, it seems like. They've actually played decent defense. They kind of blew that game last week, but they they nearly beat a solid Buffalo team. At home, less than a field goal. Uh, Give me the Titans.
0: I'm taking Miami. 24-20 Miami is the score I made. They're just better than the Titans. I don't know that Mariota's going to be that good. Is he? I mean, they scored 14 points last week. I mean, they didn't they lose to somebody bad? I can't remember. The week before? Um, Did they lose? They had a bye week. They had a bye week the week before. I can't remember what they did the week before that. I just don't think they're good. Ken Wisenhunt is like, besides Chuck Pagano. Oh, knows.
1: yeah. I, I fully agree with you there. But, I mean, Mariota has... Is- 8.0 YPA and eight touchdowns through his first four games. I mean, that's... I guess he's playing well. I, I didn't really... I
0: just, they never score any points, so I was always, you know... Yeah, they could use blew, a running game. They blew out game. Tampa Bay that week one game, but since then... Yeah, they, they lost it. You know, they
1: gave up, what, 21 points in the fourth quarter at home to the Colts, and then that loss in Cleveland looks a little bit less bad now that Cleveland's looking like a feisty team. So, we'll see. Um, I mean, Miami, I just don't know what to make of them. Maybe the... maybe. The coat getting Philbin out of there is just addition by subtraction, no matter how how good Campbell is or whatever. But he just seems like one of those kind of hard nosed, oh, we're gonna we're gonna play on the teetering of uh, you know, no no penalties, but you know, just we're like one of those tough guy X players that sometimes rings hollow to me. Doesn't seem very very x's and o's oriented. So but again, I agree with you with Wiz and Hunt <laughs> isn't exactly a genius as well. So um, I'm just going with the home team here and, and the better quarterback, but um, it's not one of those that, that I certainly marked as far as one that I liked the most. So it's interesting that you were, were kind of fighting for Miami, it sounded like.
0: I don't know. It just struck me as the right side, although, I've been, as I said, I've had a bad year, but I'm not going to get pushed off it. I'm just going to stick with it. It just seemed like, okay, here they go, bye week, new coach, reset, better personnel, they're going to win. You hear that Tannehill scandal where he was getting picked by the uh, practice squad guys and he started like trying to mock them like, you know he was getting frustrated because they were picking him, and he was like saying like how much money he made and how much money they made, basically or something like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely saw that. And it was was funny as what came out after that is an ex Patriot player came out and said that Tom Brady was essentially the opposite. He would um, he would pay those practice players if they picked him off in practice. Like he would incentivize. Right. That's like, like
0: a real man, you know. That's what you know. It's like you pay, right? You want them to be. You want, want them try to try, to try harder to make to you be better. Yeah, you, so you know? You want to have a harder practice. You want to practice at a harder level so that the real game you're ready for. Exactly.
1: So I mean that just I mean that just right there shows you it's one stupid thing. But you know what I'm saying. I mean that's just like I don't know. I don't know if Tannehill gets it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean that's embarrassing. That's just terrible. All right. So, but I'm still backing him, and I'll probably regret it. All right. So now we got uh, Seattle is uh, seven point favorite hosting Carolina. What's your take here? I'm taking
1: Carolina. Um, normally, I just reflexively take Seattle at home, and they certainly looked a little bit better last week, all, um, pressuring. Their defense is good. I mean, I think it's it's getting overlooked a little bit. Their, their defense, especially since Cam Chancellor's come back, Andy Dalton, I think, had been sacked zero times at home before last week when he was repeatedly hit. Um, and uh, I don't know how Carolina's going to move the ball with that receiving core, but it just seems like this Carolina team uglies it up, plays good enough defense, and... It's a 41 over and un, over under here, so I feel like seven points is a lot. It opened at five and a half, so the money's going on Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks, yeah, obviously, uh, Russell Wilson's on pace to record, you know take the second most sacks in, in a season in NFL history. So I think Carolina will just make this ugly enough to keep it close enough.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I, the score I predicted was 23-16 Seahawks, which is a push. And it's just two points off the over-under total, too. I basically just predicted the exact, you know, should it, I guess. That just means teams. the line's
1: tight and it's tough. 24-17. I,
0: I would take Carolina off the push, though, for the reasons you said. Like, I just, I basically have a tie against the spread, and I'll, I'll steer toward the underdog in that case. Because I think Cam Newton's good. That was what kind of broke the tie for me is Seattle's tough and Russell Wilson makes all these escapes, but so does Cam Newton. Cam Newton does that same stuff that Russell Wilson does.
1: Yeah, no, no, definitely. I, I mean, again, I'll, like I said with the Jets, there's no way you're feeling safe like if you were to use Seattle as survivor, right? right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you know.
0: Um, all right, next one is San Diego plus 10 at Green Bay. What do you got there?
1: Uh, traveling on a short week after Monday night, but that's probably priced in on this line, it's, which is Green Bay's offense has quietly not been so great recently, whereas their defense is arguably a top five unit this season. So that's, that's interesting and definitely against the narrative uh, one would expect entering the year. San Diego, obviously this makeshift offensive line. I mean, Rivers is calling, you know, he's telling every player what to do pre-snap. Um, but they always strike me as a team that just, I like that San Diego is a big underdog. I mean, they, he whatever, he still nearly threw for 400 yards last week. Sometimes it's all underneath stuff. But um, I think that even if it's just a backdoor cover, this is a big double-digit spread for a team. I, I understand San Diego hasn't looked great, but I, I would be surprised if they're blown out of the building here.
0: Yeah, I have Packers 30, San Diego 27. Oh, nice. Okay. I, I think I think it's going to be a game. I don't know why. I just, you know, the Packers, those receivers like James Jones, who's slow as hell, somehow get a 50-yard touchdown. But it's not that crisp offense we're used to. Eddie Lacy can't get going. There's no Jordy Nelson to open things up. It's, it's not the same. And their D is actually really good against the pass. But against the run, they're vulnerable. And I think Rivers isn't going to make you know, all the mistakes – um, that Foles made last week, so I I think. I mean, Gates is like a weapon. Like I know it's crazy to say a 35 year old died in, but like that 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 it'll improve their team. Yeah, I think the four games off might have helped him. Like he's fresh now. Like he'll get worn down in four or five games, but it's like he's coming in fresh. He doesn't need a lot of reps with Rivers. They have played together forever.
1: Exactly. No, I I do expect this to be relatively close. Even I mean, even if it's not, I bet you they, the the charters have the offense that could just back. You know, this game could right. be. 14 points late and then they it. Right. you know, so. It could I,
0: I, be 31-7 and end up 31, you know, 23 or something like that. Right, exactly. Okay. Um, Baltimore is laying two and a half. The terrible Ravens are laying two and a half on the road at San Francisco. Who do you like here?
1: Well, I don't know what to make of my 49ers. I, we both agreed that was our, or at least it was my best bet last week was the Giants. And um, I had a, a teaser with the, um, the Patriots, which is already easily covered. Uh, in the earlier game and the Giants on that Sunday night game, but even though I know all you know, all evidence points to the 49ers not having a chance. You know, I was talking myself into hey, they could be two and three after this win. They could they could win at home against Baltimore and then they're three and three facing the Seahawks on Thursday night at home the next week. I have tickets to that game, and uh, who knows? I mean, the Seahawks they're they're they don't have a winning record either. So, I was talking myself into that, and then they give up a. Drive in a minute and 20 seconds to Eli Manning and four people I'd never heard of, um, other than Dwayne Harris, so and Vereen. So at least it, they didn't get blown out of the building. I would say that's more frustrating, but frankly, it wasn't. I'm glad they weren't embarrassed in uh, in prime time. And they've actually played a lot better at home. I mean, not only did they you know blow out the or at least the second half the Vikings week one, but they held the Rodgers and Green Bay to 17 points the other home game this year. So I'm taking the points, and you know me. I've been against the Niners. They've been my best bet against them the last two weeks. This one I like. I don't, I don't see why this terrible Ravens team is is favored, frankly.
0: Yeah, I, I like Baltimore here. I, <laughs> of course. I, it's funny because I kept I kept saying I was writing off all the early season Ravens struggles to, well, you know, who knows, but Harbaugh will get that team in order. And they just don't. I and mean, they lose outright to the Browns at home. That's bad. That's really bad. They lost to the Raiders. You know, this team they were very lucky to beat the Steelers. I mean the Steelers got very lucky. Win, but they but you know, this is not, you know, the Ravens, this is not like the Ravens of the last ten years. This is a, a very different team. But still they're gonna beat the San Francisco team. I mean, the Giants you understand that 49ers game. Like the Giants were easily winning, and in the third quarter with I don't know whether they have a fourteen point lead or thirteen point lead or something, and they just took the boot off their throat. They started the Giants started running the ball and throwing short passes and playing for a first down. And they didn't get it. They weren't playing to score a touchdown. They were just trying to, like, in the beginning of the second quarter with, like, a 10- or 13-point lead or whatever it was, just trying to run clock and, like, get a couple first downs. And they punted. And then Kaepernick got in a rhythm. And you know they they made some plays, and suddenly the game was tied, and, and they went they they just didn't put them away when they had the chance.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no question the Giants were a better team, but I I, I just think that they, the Niners actually did make some adjustments, and they ran more bubble screens. They got the ball out of his hand a little bit quicker. It seems like the NFL these days is just like coaching more so than personnel for the most part. It just and, and a lot of these underneath passes are just such free yardage, like all those to Vereen on the final. Drive. I mean, Brady gets the ball out of his hands in one second, it seems. And it's all underneath stuff. He doesn't even throw the ball downfield. I mean, you, you always think of the juggernauts back in the day, you know, going deep with these monsters, uh, you know, 40 yards down the field. Or, and, you know, I guess the West Coast offense was predicated on quick slants. But um, I don't know. The Niners finally kind of switched their philosophy, and I do think they, they looked better on offense. I don't know how much that will carry over. Um, we'll see. Uh, I would actually do a side bet with you here. I, I do kind of like the Niners in this spot um, against the Ravens.
0: All right. I, I, I'll, I'll do 20 on this. Okay. What? Two and a half, right? Two and a half, yeah. Yeah, I won't,
1: I won't even ask for three. That's fine.
0: Why, why would you ask? Well, me? there's no, one I, I see.
1: One, one on here to open it. For. You're right. <laughs> the majority are two and a half. You're right.
0: Yeah, you could ask. I would say I wouldn't give it to you. Uh, <laughs> that would be a big difference. Now, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I just think, you know, the Green Bay thing doesn't look as good. Now the Green Bay has been kind of, you know, struggling a little bit offensively. Sure. And then... Man, just watching that Giants game, and and what you're saying about, like, you know, the short passes and the Giants' final drive, it's like, that should just be their offense every play. Like, why are they bothering with the stupid offense? And you see this with so many teams. It's not just the Giants. They have the stupid offense that they try for half, you know, half the game for some peripheral reason. It'll be like oh, well, we kind of want to keep you know their defense on the field or keep their quarterback off the field or whatever bullshit reason they make up for doing something that doesn't work. And then they get down by 10 or 13 or he gets desperate, and they open it up, and all of a sudden they're moving the ball, and the other team's on his heels. And you're like, why didn't you just do that to start the game? You know, The Giants should just be like, first and 10, 20-yard line when they get the ball, deep pass to Odell Beckham. I mean, just do it. You know, like, why are we waiting? Why is everything so... Oh, we got to do nothing for like half a, you know, it's like boxing matches where they sit there and they do nothing for like six rounds before they throw a real punch. Just come in and start swinging. I, I don't know why they waste our time. It's terrible as an entertainment product. Just what, what is, what is so what's the problem? The Patriots go out and they do it immediately. They get in that two minute offense, like right away. They're, they're out to kill you right away.
1: No, that's why I was, I noted this. Even when I said the giants, were my best bet last week, I always liked them better as an underdog than a, than a, you know, a Touchdown favorite because they aren't great at, you know, like you said, putting the, the foot on the throat and, and totally going for the kill there. Um, well, let me ask you this just while we're on the Niners here. I, I, I brought up that hypothetical trade earlier involving Doug Martin. I also own Jeremy Hill and Carlos Hyde and Stopa. How would you rank those three running backs?
0: Hyde, Hill, and uh, Martin?
1: Yes. Uh,
0: I think Hill's number three regardless. I don't know about the other two. I think Hill. I mean, what are you, you're just basing it basically on, on on last year. Right now, he's sort of like a early down and goal line guy, but he's not even. He's like 50-50 on the early downs. Right? No, I'm.
1: Oh, I'm aware. Yeah, <laughs> I've both in Stopa and NFFC. Big. It's kind prime
0: of like players. LeGarrette Blunt almost. You know, I mean, it's like he's you know he gets a little more work than Blunt, but Geo is Dion Lewis and 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 Hill is LeGarrette Blunt. They're just not quite in quite as dynamic an offense, but it's very similar, right? I mean, right, so. it's, it's kind of so he'd be third uh, between Martin and Hyde. I guess I would go Martin because I, I trust, believe it or not, I trust the Bucks' offense more. I think James Winston has a chance to be good this year as he gets more experience. And Kaepernick, despite his good play against the Giants, I don't think I don't think it's going to resurrect his season. I think that. That broken guy that you saw is going to come back.
1: Well, yeah. There's also Mike Evans, Vincent Jackson, and eventually Saquon right. Jenkins too. I mean, that's some interesting pieces.
0: Yeah. So, I, and, you know, Doug Martin. I wasn't a fan heading into the season. I thought he was kind of getting too hyped. You know, when oh there was the reason again that they started like people started liking Doug Martin. He had a just, couple good runs just, in the preseason.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. Just BS coach speak. Who knows? You know how much I got him for in, in the stope auction? How much? One dollar.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why when I spent eight on Freeman, I was kind of aghast because I was like. That cost you a lot of those end game. Obviously, you are always going to get a dollar player. But say we both wanted Martin and you were up first and I couldn't top you, you would have got him. You know, not that that was a guy I was targeting. And we did this in just. I was going to say to be
1: clear, we did this in the middle of July. Yeah. Is why you know the hype hadn't even started at all.
0: Right. So yeah, nobody knew that he was going to even start over Charles Sims at that point. Right. Uh, and Charles Sims has been good too. Yeah, he has. Doug Martin's on pace for like 1,650
1: yards and 13 touchdowns, and Charles Sims has more than 50 touches. That's what's really crazy about it.
0: Yeah, well, they've been in a lot of shootouts, the Bucks. So garbage time and whatever else. Anyway, I I'd probably go Martin, Hyde, Hill. Okay. But I think it's closer between Hyde, who's a clear number one back, and Martin than Hill, who's just... A situational oh, you, guy.
1: Your team beat me, but i got to give you a little crap. That How sick was that Hyde concussion? Well, never joking about concussions, but when he trucked that, uh, was it Beeson? Oh, Beeson? That was I mean, That was Beeson, a hit. I
0: mean, Beeson is like one injury after another. I mean, that that was, was a hit,
1: though, dude. Yeah. I mean, that, you don't see running backs. I mean, that was pretty brutal. Yeah,
0: you, you, you're, you're taking the concussing of my, t- of my player <laughs> with pride. I, I get it. I get, I get what you're about.
1: All right, maybe that came across wrong. Yeah, Sorry. You're,
0: you're a bad person. I mean, I was, you know, when, when the Giants played the Bills, Rashad Jennings, caught a short pass took a 51 yard, and straight arms from dude gronk style into the ground i don't know if you saw that play but that oh
1: yeah i I linked to that video that was sick that was one of the best plays of the season
0: yeah it was awesome right but that's not like hurting somebody dude that's like concussing somebody brain damaging somebody you should be ashamed of yourself
1: i am i am on a daily basis
0: that's it you're off this podcast i'm offended i'm I'm deeply offended i'm gonna report you
1: you're Uh, very sensitive yes
0: yes all right so let's talk about this new england game uh this is the game of the week, man. This is the this is the handicapping game of the week. I just feel like this is what this whole thing is about. This is what all of handicapping in life and all life is about is how you view this game. This game is the whole thing. New England minus eight at Indy. Now, remember, I'm assuming luck plays. I mean, it's so annoying that like Chuck Pagano is just so full of shit and he's such a stupid guy terrible coach, terrible all around. So that you know, we're never going to really know. And it's this. Night game, so it's just going to be. Now
1: you're picking on a cancer survivor, and I'm the I'm the. I'm
0: I'm not. I didn't Uh, even mention that. Once you've already survived, you're fair game like everybody else. You know, I mean, if there's some monstrous dictator in the Middle East who survived cancer five years ago, you're not going to say, you know, just just because of that that you know if he's murdering his civilians that he's a good person, right? And right. I don't, I'm not saying that Chuck Pagano is evil. we got Gaddafi
1: just, coaching the, uh, the yeah, Colts. Yeah, right.
0: He may have had some, you know, before he did. He might have had some medical issues that, that are obviously serious. But, um, no, I'm just saying as he now is, I think he's a bad coach. I think he's, he obviously was misleading us about luck, and it's annoying as hell to have to uh, back any team that he's coaching. But I will say that this is the most interesting game because you have New England going into Indy. Okay, in their building, the team that ratted them out in the playoffs for the deflate gate, setting this whole offseason scandal that was horribly embarrassing to Brady and the Patriots and a real headache for them. And you know they're going to want to score 60 points. They're going to want to win like 60 to 2. They want to kill them. And yet, at the same time, Indy probably hates the Patriots. Luck may be back. Luck, I don't care what anyone says. He's a superstar. I think he's got the weapons. The New Englands, D, I don't think is that good. I think they have had some easy matchups. But when they've played teams that have some weapons, they've been able to be beat. Um, And I think, look, I don't know. My first inclination was New England, and I thought about it. I thought 40 to 37 Patriots, that that luck is going to deliver in this game, that this is going to be a shootout, and the Patriots are going to win, but it's going to be a war.
1: I went back and forth on this one, and and maybe I'm um, just so still upset at myself for last week being so so wrong taking Dallas at home. Even from the opening kickoff, I'm like, you know, I'm, I had to lock in this game and stat picks Wednesday at noon, and I just knew even before it started that I, I was like, I'm 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 going to look foolish here, and that game was never close. And normally, I don't like to overrate stuff like the the intangibles, anecdotal stuff like you're saying the they're going to be want payback for the Deflate the Gate and all that, but. And New England has not beaten a, well. They beat, did beat a Pittsburgh team with with Roethlisberger Week One, but, but other no than that,
0: Bell, you know, I mean, they had no, they lost their center, and they still ran like crazy over them. Gave up thirty two points to the Bills,
1: you know, and then they beat Jacksonville and you know Brandon Weed last week. Um, ha- having said that, the Colts aren't very good. they have coming off three wins, so it's not like they're a, a desperate animal and they're terrible typically outside their division. And they, uh, who knows, Andrew Luck how healthy he is? And frankly, Matt Hasselbeck. Has a higher floor. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I agree. Luck is a star,
0: but wh- as far as covering the spread, he's certainly more volatile when it comes to oh, turnovers. No, no. Come on, don't be ridiculous. If, if, if Hasselbeck starts this game, this line's going up to eleven.
1: Oh no! I mean, I agree, but what I'm saying is Luck is more prone to turnovers, and in a 55 point over under, has to be the highest of the year. Um, eight points means less, so I'm going to be that sucker and say New England in prime time revenge. Um, man, this offense just looks so unstoppable. So uh, give me the pats, and I take it you disagree.
0: I don't disagree that much. The the thing that scares me is Pagano is just so dumb, and that team is so stupid. Are they really going to come up with some kind of scheme that gets after New England? Are they really going to be the ones to solve this offense? I'm dubious. So I think New England's going to score a lot of points. I just think if Luck is truly healthy, and of course we don't know this, I'm going to have to lock this in tomorrow, and that's unfortunate. um, I think he's going to rise to the occasion. I just think he will. I don't know. I, maybe that's that's the sucker side, right? There's one narrative. One narrative is New England wants revenge, and they're going to score as many points as they want. Um, and the other narrative is Andrew Luck's a superstar, and he's gonna, maybe he isn't. Maybe he's just okay, and he's overhyped. That's what a lot of the uh, sabermetric guys think, that Luck's just okay, decent. Uh, but I don't know. I've watched enough Andrew Luck games, and I, I buy it, man. I think he's for real. I think at the end of his career, like, he's going to be one of the great quarterbacks and I think he's gonna step up and it's gonna be a real shootout. And they have weapons. I mean Moncrief and Hilton, Andre Johnson looked better last week, but who knows? I, I that may be just a mirage, but they have weapons.
1: Yeah, I know I mean Gores looked is um, about as good as you could expect for his his age and both their tight ends are finally healthy. So Yeah, this should be
0: uh I'm taking good. Indy. I'm I'm in it with Indy because they not only they, they beat uh the Titans on the road and then they uh beat the Texans Um, without luck, not that those are good teams, but I mean, they're they're not the doormat that that I thought they were when they, when Buffalo worked them and the jets worked them.
1: Yeah. Again, though, three, three straight wins all over the division, whatever it is, 16 straight or ever that they, they do take care of their division that that's, that's for sure. But, I'm just glad this game's in prime time. I mean, it, should, it definitely is one of the better-looking ones uh, of this slate. I, it's so frustrating. The NFL keeps doing this. Eight more, well, morning games for us on the West Coast, and then just three at one o'clock, the afternoon game. That's just that's so ridiculous. They should even that out more. But at least this does look like a potentially exciting shootout come Sunday night.
0: Do, do you, know, you realize how bad the afternoon games were this week? It, it was so unwanted.
1: And that was coming off three overtime games too. The ending late, you know, in the morning games, it was like a really good games there, and then. Yeah, I already forget. That put them out of my mind. What were they? They It was Denver,
0: Oakland. It was Arizona, Detroit, and it was something else bad. It was another blowout. It it wasn't New England. That was early, right? New England, Dallas. It was something just as bad. No,
1: no, it was New England.
0: It was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, those were just unwatchable games. And I was like, thank God for the NFL that there's fantasy and gambling because (laughs) nobody would watch this piece of shit product half the time. (laughs) And and when when there's nine games on and there's a... uh, Oh, the, the call in the field is being challenged. Switch channel. I, I don't care. I don't want to see. I don't want to know. Just fast forward. I don't want to know. Challenges, all this stuff. It's a, it's a disaster. Um, all right, one more game. Let's let's, let's wrap this up. Um, and then we got to get our, our five. And let's not half fast this. Just because we got off to a slow start, you know, I don't we don't we don't need to win the whole thing. We need to win some money. If we win like thirty grand, I, I'll be I could live with that.
1: Okay, fair enough. No, I think the payout. I need to look into that, but the payout definitely goes for a lot of. Yeah.
0: We don't have to be first. If we win like 30 grand or even like 400 bucks, I'll be really happy. So let's just, let's just be realistic. (laughs) (laughs) 20 bucks, you know, just get that 20 back. I'm going to win the 20 off of you on this. Uh, What bet do we have? Was Miami? Which one do we? No, no, no. I got Niners. uh, Niners. Okay. (laughs) That's terrible bet by me. All right. So uh, Giants plus three and a half at Philly. Who do you like there? Um, as I alluded
1: to, I like the Giants as uh, as underdogs, and uh, Philly is a team that um, they, they got it together. They've been for whatever reason really slow starts to the, every game, and looking a lot better in the second halves. But I don't see them running on this Giants team, and uh, I see this. I don't know why this game isn't the, you know, the requisite three points. Uh, really, the Eagles are, are four points better. Um, I know it's I've, actually the Eagles have actually typically the last few years been. A, a really good road team and not necessarily great home field advantage. So um, this is actually one I put a little star next to, is a possible um, uh, even though they, they failed us last week um, I would consider them as one of the super contest picks if you're in concert with me, but uh, I like the, I like your G men.
0: Yeah. I, I predicted 24, 20 Eagles and it's a three and a half point oh. line or four. Uh, uh, is it three and a half, One I printed out as more. Oh, it four says points. four. Okay. Well, four it's a push. Um, here's the thing. Um, the, the Giants, you know, Re- Reuben Randall sat out that drive. Yeah, and if, and if,
1: if Beckham that throws everything. If
0: Beckham sat out, and I mean, they act like it's no big deal after the game. They were both like, especially Randall was like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll be fine. Oh, yeah, it's no big deal? Then how come when they had no receivers that Eli even has ever played with, you weren't there on the game-winning drive? Obviously, it's a big deal. Like, well, Beckham came like, back out. Clearly, you were injured to the point, and, and someone else made the point. Maybe it was Jeff on the XM show. He said, how often is a guy just ruled out immediately when he has an injury? It's always questionable to return. Randall was ruled out the second he got the injury. So, uh, I, you know, that, that's a big problem. Uh, that
1: definitely is. You're right. You're and right. the
0: Giants, D, got kind of exposed. I, I really thought they were better than that, but the Niners exposed them a little bit. And I think Philly will, will move the ball pretty easily. And the Giants they better have their receivers at full strength.
1: Yeah, everyone has a bad game. I mean, I still think the Giants are pretty – I guess their pass rush isn't – Great, missing JPP. It sounds like he might be gone for the, the season, it sounds like. But, um, again, I just think this division game should be close. I, I, I do not expect the Giants to get blown out here. Um, so, all right. Well, I think we're going to have a hard time coming up with five. That's it by the sounds like right. it.
0: Especially because we bet. I, I circled the Ravens, I and mean, you and I have a bet on that, so we're not doing that. Uh, and you don't like the Dolphins either, so that's bad. We both like the Chiefs, and that's sad. And when the Chiefs are your only pick, we've got major problems. And that one was like
1: I thought I was just being just so contrarian. <laughs> I mean, I, I so you don't you won't take Detroit? Uh, no, if you like Detroit, no, that was definitely one of the ones I'd like. I feel the like le-
0: Detroit, like that's that's gonna happen.
1: Detroit's gonna happen. No, you could talk me into that. That was absolutely one of the ones I, I liked the least. So um, I I mean I I mean I we think could do I
0: Arizona. said
1: Arizona. Yeah, we could do Arizona.
0: We could do Arizona, like Arizona, Detroit. KC, right? Okay. I don't like Cleveland enough to use them, though. We both agreed on that, but I don't like him enough to use them. We could do Carolina, but I don't like that at all. I made that a push. Yeah. San Diego.
1: We could do San Diego. We're
0: we're making a road team that's not good at Lambeau, one of our five. You realize, like, (laughs) Green Bay, it, it was like you never mess with Green Bay at home. And they did cover last week, but it was total fraud. I mean, the Rams, it was crazy, like... Uh, they didn't cover that. The craziest thing was when uh, Stedman Bailey got loose, and like I was like, oh, shit. And then yes, Clinton, yes. Holla, Clinton Dix tripped his toe up like at the 15-yard line, and they couldn't score. It was awesome. I was
1: going to say, even then, they still were likely to cover. I mean, it took a, it took a pick. Ah, uh, it was crazy. Um, oh, so it sounds like you, you know, we disagree on the, the Niner game, the Patriot game, and the Monday night game. So I think the only other option is, it, is, it, is it Washington?
0: Yeah, but I mean, man, I just... That's not enough points, you know? I mean, I would do it. I mean, here's the here's the philosophical Cincinnati? question we have to deal with is, are we just going to have weak-ass, lukewarm consensus on picks, or are you just going to pick three one week, and I pick two, even if you hate them, and then vice versa the next week?
1: Yeah, I, I'm on board. Of,
0: I just pick. I think that's a better way to do it and just shove it down the other's throat and just be like, dude, we're going with this, and then we'll have someone to blame, too. I just think this lukewarm consensus crap is not I'm totally it.
1: fine with that. Actually, let's do that.
0: Okay. This is way better. So you, you pick, you know, I I say everyone gets one veto. Okay. 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 Which you can be overridden if the dude stakes his whole reputation on it. (laughs) Right. Like, so if you say I veto that, I say, dude, I stake my entire life's reputation on this, then it can be overridden, but it has to be like, that's, that's
1: totally unfair for me though, because your reputation is, your reputation is so bad already. You know what? It doesn't, you know, there's not, you have nothing to lose. That's a good point,
0: but still, let's just do that anyway. Um, And, you know, and, and, but, but otherwise it's just, that's how it is, man. And don't use vetoes, you know, unless like it's truly, you know, obviously if it comes up against one of your picks, then that would be a time to use a veto. Right. All right. So I don't think we're going to select, we can't do this now. And there's not enough time, right? Right now we're going to.
1: Are you uh, real quick? Would you veto the
0: Niners? Not, I don't think I would veto it, but you better be prepared to take the blame. Oh yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Considering we also bet, you took the other side. Of, know, like bet. I'm
0: rooting. No, I don't. I mean, we gotta. If you if you take the Niners, that bets void. I, I, that's, you can't put me in that position. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. That's fair. That's I told, wanna, yes. I don't want. I don't want to be stuck. You know, in that position. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, unless I veto it, unless I got to figure out which my really strong ones are. Okay.
1: All right. Well. we'll Yeah. We have a few more days. So no need to rush this for okay. the sake. We'll. So. We'll. We'll let our, our listeners know. How, how bad we did next week's podcast.
0: And this is a, a totally worthless podcast that gave people almost no guidance on what to do, but it's not about that. Why would you be listening to us anyway? Think for yourself. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on today and uh, we will uh, talk during the week. All right. Later, list Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports. This is the East Coast Offense Podcast brought to you by Harry's.com. They make razors and shaving products. Thanks for listening.